This episode of the Rap IQ podcast is brought to you by Avery Dennison and their new line of paint protection films. Their high-performance films are constructed from enhanced polyurethane and provide exceptional scratch resistance, self-healing, and supreme visual finishes. Neo Noir Gloss Black PPF is a wet-apply hybrid PPF that puts a spin on paint protection film and color change restyling. Protect factory paint from stone chips while transforming any vehicle with a high-gloss black finish. Supreme Defense Matte maintains the pristine factory condition of vehicles, is easy to apply, and ensures outstanding aesthetics with a smooth matte finish. Coming soon is their Supreme Defense Clear PPF, an ultra-gloss, high-transparency film that won't yellow, peel, or blister, and comes with an outstanding 10-year durability and weathering protection. The hydrophobic top coat repels water, dust, and debris on the vehicle surface for easy cleaning and low maintenance. For more information, visit graphics.averydenison.com forward slash PPF. This episode of the Rap IQ podcast is also brought to you by the one and only Rap Glove and the Rap Glove Ghost. In my professional opinion, the Rap Glove Ghost should be a staple in every installer's toolbox. No matter if you are in the tinting, paint protection films, or the wrap markets, this tool will make you a better and more efficient installation specialist. Wrap Glove Ghost is proudly made in the USA, is incredibly lint-free and static-resistant. Safety is important in every professional shop, so that's why Wrap Glove Ghost is also cut-resistant, carrying an A2 cut-resistance rating. Wrap Glove Ghost is the original application glove and can be found in all your current distributors. You can also find them online at wrapglove.com or on social media at at wrapglove. What's up, guys? I'm John Duver. You're listening to the Rap IQ Podcast, episode three. Uh, fired up this morning. Want to get this, uh, get the right to the point here and uh, and get uh, get this thing started. Uh, as always, I'm with my co-host, Blake Madsen. Blake, how are you, sir? John, doing well. Fantastic. So today, you know, I was laying around last night and I was thinking about, uh, just thinking about the podcast, thinking about, um, you know, something that's relevant in my life that that's very powerful right now. And, and you, one thing that is super, super, super relevant in my life, it has to do with the podcast. Actually, it has to do with, with starting with, with taking that initial step with jumping off that cliff and, and starting something that I've been putting off for, for three years now, you know, you and I talked about this podcast a really long time ago and, uh, and I put it off and I've always found excuses and I've constantly, constantly found a reason to not start this thing. I had all the equipment. I had all the setup. I had everything I needed to do this three years ago. And I just kept putting it off. I kept finding an excuse because if you look for excuses, you can find them. And I finally said, you know what? Screw it. Let's do this thing. And I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about, you know, taking that initial step and finding the initiative to, to, to take that step. It's scary. Yeah, you know, definitely. It's a, it's a scary thing. Well, and the bigger the the project is or the the goal, the scarier it becomes. That's exactly right. And it doesn't have to necessarily be a podcast. It could be it could be anything. It could be, you know, 
you know, asking that person out on a date or whatever it may be. It could be a, a project that you're starting at work. It could be calling a client. It could be, you know, starting your own podcast. It could be going over there and making friends with your neighbors. It could be anything that could be intimidating to you. Anything. It doesn't matter what it is, what it is. People talk themselves out of these things. They psych themselves out. I know I did. And I know I do. Um, I've gotten better over time of just taking that initial step. But the biggest, the biggest thing is, is that initial step is uncomfortable. It's, it, it, it is extremely uncomfortable to, 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 to jump off that cliff, to, to, to have the confidence in order to take that initial step. You know, what are people going to think? What are, what, what, what's my mom going to think? What's, what are my business partners going to think? What's my girlfriend going to think? My wife going to think it's scary. And if you sit there and you, and you look for an excuse, you're going to find an excuse. You're going to find an excuse. So you need to, you need to sit there and write all those excuses down and then justify why it's not an excuse. Well, what's, what, what, you know, what are people going to think? Well, who cares what everyone thinks? You know, there's going to be people out there that, that see the value in what you're doing or they're, or they're going to, you know, if it's a client, for instance, that you're going to call and you're going to try to help. That person is going to win. Will your competition be pissed off at you that you called that client? Sure. Who cares? The person that matters is the person that's going to benefit the most. And that's who you're going for. That's who you want to help. Well, I've noticed for myself, anytime I'm, I get uh, self-conscious like that and you get worried about what other people are going to think, I just break it down and I, I think, who exactly am I worried about that's going to hear this? That Like, who are these people specifically that I'm worried of their judgment. And that list, I come up with nobody. And then right. I, I, I get over it and move on. You know, because you exactly realize right. like those people aren't, they're not real. They're just people in your head. The real people, I, I'm not worried about those people. I, I totally agree with you. And, and you could, you, you know, when you find some sort of a, um, a relevant pushback or, or, or some sort of a contest that, that you think is relevant, once you really get down to it and think about the nitty gritty of why that is a relevant, uh, you know, contest to why you want to start something, it's really not. It's yeah. something that can be easily overcome. You know, you pivot one way, pivot the next way, and all of a sudden that's not even a relevant contest. So, yeah, it's just one of those things, man. You just got to have the confidence to do it. And it comes with time. And, you know, being uncomfortable is where in my personal life is where the most progress happens with my personal growth, my relationships, my business. You know, anytime I'm uncomfortable or I feel a little bit odd about something or I feel insecure about something or or I overthink something, um, I get the most growth out of those things. Growth happens for me when I'm uncomfortable and I, I like to live in an uncomfortable state because I know that if I'm sitting here and I'm comfortable, like I got a pretty good life. I do. I got, I got, uh, you know, a couple successful businesses. I have a beautiful wife. I have, uh, you know, healthy kids. I have, you know, a great partnership with, with vinyl images. I have, a, you know, a great, I just, every, like, I have a lot going on in my life that is really, really good. I try to, <clears throat> I try to focus on the positives all the time, but when I really sit down and think about it, like I have a great life. I, I, I just really like where I'm at in my life and it, I'm convinced it, the sole reason that I'm in the position I'm in is because I stay uncomfortable. I stay uncomfortable. When I stay uncomfortable, I continue growing. When I get comfortable, I get stagnant. You know, I let things slip. I don't work as hard. 
it's it's just one of those things and comfortability is is the is the king for me it is the absolute king for me you know one of the one of the biggest things i want to talk about today and why i why i want to talk about this is is strictly this podcast i was very 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 worried about doing this and and i finally just took the took the leap and blake you've been here since you know since day 1 you know we we're doing this together this is getting fun Right. I'm not going to lie. The first episode, first intro episode, first couple episodes, dude, it was, it was, it was like, man, what are people going to think? Oh my gosh. What, am I doing this right? Am I going to sound like an idiot? Well, now it's like, yeah, I, I probably am sometimes and I'm cool with that, you know? Yeah. Well, I just, <laughs> those people, they already know I'm an idiot, so it's fine. <laughs> a lot of people already know you're an idiot, but that's irrelevant. That's, that's, a, whole nother, that's, a, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother episode, brother. <laughs> I think one thing that that helped uh, with this, you know, in particular is, you know, a plan. We put together a plan of how to make this successful. And that's one of the things that that uh, that people need to do when they're talking about doing something that's uncomfortable, when they're talking about doing something new, when they're talking about or thinking about, you know, something that scares them. Well, it's a heck of a lot easier to get from point A to point Z if all the stops along the way are there, all the little mini goals are there before you reach the end goal. Oh, you so have to. You must. I mean, you got to have a plan because if you don't have a plan, it's just an idea. You well, know, it's, it's that just whole a dream. Thing about taking a, you're going on a road trip without knowing which way you're going to go to get there. You know, you got to have a plan to get to where you're trying to go. That's that's a difficult thing. That that was a difficult thing for me. I'm the type of person where my wife could come, you know, walk in this super high class studio that I'm in, you guys saw my Instagram <laughs> post. It's kind of funny. Um, my wife could walk in here right now and say, Hey, we're going to grab a backpack, fill it up. We're going to go on a three day, three day trip, three week trip, dude, I'm down. Like I don't need a plan for things like that. But when it comes to my goals, like I'm very spontaneous, but when it comes to my goals and when it comes to business, when it comes to any sort of, any sort of thing that's going to go public, I must have a plan. It is so comforting for me to, to say, okay, well, if I look at this thing, it's overwhelming. But if I just look at it as steps and go from step A to step B, awesome, made it. Step B to step C, awesome, made it. At the whole time, I'm thinking about the rest of the steps, but I'm not focused on them. I'm focused on what's current, what's in my face, what I need to do today, my action steps, my action plan. And I just knock those things out in order to get to the next, get to the next step. If I can break it down like that and I continue to break it down like that, it is so much easier for me to digest the whole plan. You know, it's a, it's the whole, it's the whole, uh, the whole saying, you know, how to eat an elephant. You know, yeah. if you, if you're going to eat an elephant, you take it bite by bite. You start, you start with one bite and then you take another bite and then you take another bite. And before you know it, a week later, you got, you got a leg of the elephant eaten. And then, you know, two months later, you know, you got half the elephant eaten. Meanwhile, someone's sitting there talking about, oh my God, this elephant's huge. I'll never eat it. For two months, they're going to talk about how how huge this elephant is, and then all of a sudden, you're halfway done with it, and they haven't even started. They haven't even started. So it's a big, big thing, man. Well, and I think right there, what you said, the other guy that hasn't even started, because that's the number one hurdle right there is just starting. It's it's getting the confidence to get going, you know? But after you start, after you start... You know, you're going to start to see changes. You're going to start to see, uh, you know, advancement. You're going to start to see things start to happen that you want to happen. Maybe things happen that you don't want to happen, but, but regardless is still growth. 
one of the one of the biggest things that I've seen are people see growth on something new and then they just stop. They're not seeing as much growth as they want. They're not seeing a big of a return on their investment as they want. And then they stop. That is that if you, people that do that and how people that have that mentality and I dude, I don't get me wrong. Like I've done it in the past and I, I'm good about it now. But at the same time, I, I know that if I'm starting something, I have a plan. I keep rocking and rolling. I power through the low times and I don't celebrate too hot, too much at the high times. But at the same time, I keep rolling. I keep some movement going no matter what, because I keep my eye on that prize. A lot of the times people get complacent. They start something. <clears throat> you take the initial step. You get started. You've done the hardest thing that you could possibly do, and that's getting that initial step and jumping off that cliff. You see some results, and then you want to back off. You want to take your foot off the off the gas. That's the complete opposite of how you should be thinking. Well, why do you think that happens? You know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, honestly. I think that uh, I think that it's just a mental thing. I think that you get calloused over time with your mind. You have to. You have to. I mean, it's not. It's not easy to start something and keep doing the hard shit every single day. Like it's not easy. Human nature wants you to take the hard path. So it's a, it's a, it's a choice that you make to take the hardest or human nature wants to take the easy path. It's the choice that you make to take the hardest path. And you have to make that choice every day. And it's not just once a freaking day. You got to make that choice multiple times a day especially when you're trying to reach a goal or you're trying to grow a business or you're trying to grow a relationship or pick up a new client or whatever it may be. So not only are you making the choice one time every day to take the harder path, you have to get callous to the fact that every time you reach a Y or a T in the road and you think you're going left is the easy way and you know going right is the harder way, you force yourself to go right. Every single time, multiple times a day, multiple times a week, multiple times a month, multiple times a year. You're not going to win every single time you take that, but you'll get calloused and you get stronger and better and faster every time you take the harder, harder route. And I think that people, they, they start to lose that fire. You know, when the initial idea comes up and they take that first jump, you get excited. You want it so bad and you're fucking stoked and you're ready to rock and roll. You take that initial step. You start to see a little bit of wins. Everything's going good. Everything's going good. And then, and then you're like, oh, ah, man, you know, this is, this is just, I'm getting, I'm getting kind of bored with this. And you take your eye off the prize. You got to get back. You got to keep your eye on the prize. You got to take the harder step. You got to get callous. And as you get callous, those taking the harder route gets easier and easier and easier. You just, it becomes a, it becomes habitual. It becomes a habit where you don't even think about it anymore. You just always take the harder path because you know you get the personal growth out of it. But dude, I'm not going to lie, man. I lied to myself. I still lie to myself and, and, and say, oh, I like the harder path. Sometimes <laughs> I do. I would say more, you know, 75% of the time I do, 80% of the time I do. But that, 20, that 25, 20% of the time that I don't, I got to force myself to take that harder path, knowing that it's going to be more work, knowing it's not the easier way to go, but knowing the results are going to be way better than taking the easier path. Well, one of the things for me that helps, you know, once once you get working on something and to keep fired up, that seems to be a challenge for a lot of people, myself certainly, is is just keeping that fire and keeping keeping motivated. A big thing for me is just listening to a lot of audiobooks, just absorbing a lot of content. 
I think one of the things I wanted to get from you is, is if you have any content suggestions, you know, with our topic today, for me, I would say the war of art by Steven Pressfield is perfect for what we're talking about. You know, it's all about just getting started. That's the biggest hurdle is just starting the thing and, and getting it moving. What's the premise behind the war of art? I, I have, I have not heard of that. That's interesting. I want to know. Well, it's basically just that, you know, it's, um, it's the, the battle that artists and creative people face. And the biggest battle doesn't seem to be making the art itself. It's starting to do the project. It's not making the painting. It's picking up the paintbrush. Right. So it's, it's right in line with, with what we're talking about here. That's, that's, that's good. I'm going to have to look that. <clears throat> I'm, I, I'm only about halfway through, but it's, it's perfect for what our topic today. So I would suggest it. One of the, one of the books that, uh, that changed my life. Um, I can't think of the artist or I'm sorry, the author, but it's called the magic of thinking big. Ah, uh, gosh, darn it. I forgot the artist or the, uh, the author, but that book single-handedly changed my life. I read it about five or six years ago for the first time. I, um, I forgot who I heard it from Andy or, or, or Ben or, or one of those guys, um, or Sal, um, but it, it literally changed my life. And the premise behind that book is like, you got to think big. You got to have a plan. You got to move it and you know, make action steps and move into action and take little bites every single day to get to your goals. And dude, I was complacent. I, again, I, you know, five years ago, I had a multi-million dollar company. I was married, first kid, living life. I, I was just happy. I wasn't pushing myself. I wasn't seeing personal growth. I was cool. I was, I was quote unquote, living the dream. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm not one to live the dream and just be complacent and be happy with, with the white picket fence, the, the, you know, the 2.5 kids in the, in the, in the three cars, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm the type of person that needs to push themselves because I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. And if I sit there and I push my, and I, I don't push myself, dude, my brain rots. Like I have to drive and strive and, and, and keep moving in the right direction and keep, and keep getting uncomfortable or else I'm just, I'm, I feel like I'm wasting my life. You know, I, I always say, you know, when I'm done, when I, when I, when I leave this earth, this body and this brain and everything about me is going to be wore out. (laughs) I'm an organ donor, but there's not going to be nothing left. (laughs) It's just not like I'm, I'm living my life to the fullest, man. It's one chance I got and I'm running hard and the magic of thinking big really changed my entire outlook on 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 setting goals, on pushing myself, on being the person that I know I can be before I had any sort of uh, idea what that person was. I knew there was something greater and I knew I could be bigger, better, faster, stronger. And I just didn't know where to start. I read that book, changed my life. Absolutely that's, changed my life. It's The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. David Schwartz. Aware. That's right. Yeah. It's a great book. I uh, highly recommend it. I absolutely highly recommend that book. Yep, it it single-handedly well. changed my life. You read that? Yeah, you recommended it to me. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I've recommended it to a lot of people. I've, I've, I've bought a lot of those books and sent them to, to a lot of people. Um, I'm a huge fan of reading. I, I, I'm not a strong reader, um, but I'm a huge fan of reading powerful books, leadership books, You know anything, anything uh, that, that will help my personal growth. I'm a huge fan of it. So Yeah, I'm, I'm a very poor reader and thoroughly enjoy audiobooks, so... If you're not into uh, reading, give audiobooks a try. They're effective for me. 100%. 100%.
Well, I, I think the message is there. You know, I think we uh, we hit what we needed to hit. Any final thoughts on this? No, I think um, just to, to hit our points again, it's starting is the hard part. And then once you see your changes, you got to stick with it and stay fired up. I agree. You know, I think when you get a plan together, when you set a goal, you get a plan together with action steps in order to reach that goal. It makes it a heck of a lot easier for you to get up every single day and put those action steps into place, into motion. And every day you get something done off that list, every day you win. When you start, when you wake up in the morning and you do something right away and you start your day with a win, it makes your whole day better. So if I have anything to recommend, set a goal. I'm a huge fan of reverse engineering everything. I love reverse engineering stuff. If there's, like for instance, if there's a problem uh, at my shop about, you know, I think there's an inefficiency, I'll reverse engineer it down to the micro detail of where it went wrong. I tell my coaching clients that all the time. Get to know reverse engineering. Because it, without it, you're never going to find out what the actual the actual problem is. It's always below face value. It's always below um, or deeper than than you think. And I always reverse engineer stuff. And I'm telling you right now, when I wake up and I start the day with a win, it makes my whole day better. It makes my whole life better. And everyone around me knows when I wake up, when I come into the office in the morning, everyone in my office knows if I started my day with a win or I didn't. Because I I, I, you know, I wear my my emotions and my heart on my sleeve, and uh, and everybody knows. Come in screaming, I started my day with a win. If I didn't, I come in just walk right to my office. It's a tough thing. Get a plan, set a goal, get a plan, get action steps, and put that plan and put those action steps into into fruition, and bring your goals around. All right, guys, thank you very much. Get after it today. Much love. We'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, Real Talk here. I want to give a very sincere thank you to Avery Dennison and Rap Glove for sponsoring the show since day one. It means the world of the Rap IQ podcast team to have the support of such amazing companies. You can find Avery Dennison online at AveryDennison.com and Rap Glove online at RapGlove.com. Please show support to the sponsors that support our industries. We cannot do this show without the support of our listeners, so thank you. If you found value in this podcast, I ask you to do two things. Number one, Please subscribe to the podcast. And number two, and most importantly, leave us an honest rating and review on iTunes. All right, guys. Thanks again. Get after it today. Much love. We'll talk to you soon.